everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. That's all pod. Oh, I'm having a good day. I really am hoping that you guys are having a good day as well because it's just good. We are thriving. Um, I feel like I have so much to talk about. Today's episode, we're talking all about my little solo road trips that I go on and just kind of all the driving that I do and my tips for little solo road trips if you're interested and just talking all about that. Um, so hopefully you guys are interested in that and you stick along, stick, stick around to listen. But let's dive into my little life update. Um, since we last talked, I finished up my time in Omaha. I ended up actually... Okay, so y'all know I got anxiety, okay? Um, and when I was in Omaha, I was like, Morgan, you are here for four days. You have not been doing much with your life until recently. Get out there and do something. You are single. You have your whole life ahead of you. You are literally 21. You can go out for drinks. Go do some fun stuff. And so, like, going into Omaha, I was like, I am making the most of this. And so, like, the first two days I talked about with you guys and, like, what I did and, like, how Lizzie came over and we hung out and all that good stuff. But that night I actually ended up pushing myself to go out for dinner and drinks all by myself, which when I tell you I was shitting my pants, I was so anxious. I was so scared. I was so nervous. But for why? Literally for why? Um, nobody cares about me as much as I care about myself. Nobody cares if I'm alone at the bar. Literally no one cares. So ended up driving like 15, 20 minutes um, to I think Benson, like a neighborhood in Omaha. And I got I got uh, tacos. I went to Taco Co. Sat at the bar and I like walked in. I, I was like literally so scared to just go up by myself. And I was like, Morgan, just go, just go, just go. I was hoping I was going to go somewhere at the patio, but they didn't have one. So whatever works. So they sat me at the bar and they're like, oh, like, yeah, you can get food here too. So I got my tacos, got myself a mango margarita, frozen mango margarita, which I don't normally like margaritas or tequila, but it really hit. It hit really good. It was very delicious. So I sat there by myself and like, I was like shaking. Like I was so anxious. I do not know why that made me so anxious, but like, I don't think I've ever really been out to eat or for drinks by myself ever before. But I was like, this is the time to do it. You know, no one have some fun. Maybe talk to some people. I did not talk to people. <laughs> um, I did not talk to anyone. There was a man sitting next to me at the bar and I was telling myself to talk to him and I did not. So there's that. At least I got myself to the bar and I got a drink and I got some food. And I was just proud of myself for that. I wasn't going to push myself too far, okay? So, yeah. Ended up going out for dinner and drinks by myself. And then ended up the next night. I w Also, side note, then I had a singular drink and I just started drinking more again. I haven't been drinking, like, since this fall. So, I got a singular drink and I was drunk. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So, I ended up, like, sitting at the bar for a little while longer just drinking, chugging a water. Then I ended up walking around, which then I got kind of nervous because it was seemed kind of sketchy in the dark. And then I was, like, on, like, a back street where I parked. So, I just, like, ended up FaceTiming my friend. And then we sat in the car and FaceTimed for a while. And then I FaceTimed my sister. So, basically, I just sat around for, like, an hour or so after having the singular drink just to make sure that I was completely sober to drive because do not drink and drive kids so yeah I sat around for a very very long time before I even attempted to drive and like by that point I was literally fine I wasn't even I wasn't even like drunk drunk it's just like I had a good buzz after one drink and I was like I'm such a lightweight um anyway then the next night I ended up getting dinner and drinks with my one of my past brides because she lives only an hour away from Omaha so that was super fun and we went out and got a drink at one place, then ended up going and got dinner and a drink at another place. 
and I ended up getting drunk, and it was just so, we were both, like, we were just having an absolutely great time, um, and it was just so fun to catch up with her, especially, like, being somewhere that, like, I was just visiting, and then I got to catch up with someone that I know and love, and so that was great. Forgot another thing, then the net, the, I think that day was when I went to, um, Allison invited me to go to hot yoga with her, so I went to hot yoga with her, she took me to one of her favorite coffee shops, literally the sweetest human ever, again, if you don't listen to her podcast already, go listen to it, already friends, um, but I love her, and so we went to hot yoga, had so much fun, got matcha, and it was just, like, a wholesome morning afternoon, and it just felt so good. So, all in all, my time in Omaha, I originally planned the trip because I thought I wanted to move there and explore some apartments and explore the town, and quite literally, I had no reason to go there other than everybody kept asking why I came to Omaha. No reason. Literally, really none. I was dog-sitting, but, like, oops, sorry, that was my phone. Um, I was dog-sitting, but, like, I didn't really need to be. And it just was so relaxing and fun to just have, like, four days to myself in a new city to just explore. And this is kind of what triggered my want to talk to you guys about my little solo road trips, because I realized I do these, I've done more of these than I thought, and I actually spend a lot of time alone. Even when I was in a relationship, I still spent so much time alone. Um, so I just want to, like, talk about that. But before we get into that, then after I left Omaha, I ended up going straight to Chicago and I second shot two weddings. So I had weddings Friday and Sunday, which then left my Saturday open, which was super exciting because having Saturdays off is so, so, so nice, but like still getting to work on Friday and Sunday. So my friend and I, Jesse, we went into the city in, in Chicago on Saturday, ended up actually getting hammered on bottomless mimosas and brunch. So that was absolutely wonderful. And then did some drunk shopping, took the train home, sobered up a little bit, and then ended up going out Saturday night. And um, I do remember why I stopped going out and drinking so much because I hate being hungover. Like, I literally forgot how much I hate being hungover. And let me tell you, I was hungover on Sunday. We did not go to bed. We did not get home until 4 a.m. Like, what kind of crack were we on? Like, why did we do that? And then I had a wedding the next day. Um, but don't worry, I rallied, shot my wedding told my amazing, the girl that I was working for, I told her at the end of the day, I was like, Mia, I'm gonna be honest with you, I am very hung, I was very hungover this morning. She's like, oh my gosh, I would have never known. She's like, I thought you were just like being kind of low-key at the beginning. I was like, oh yeah, because I was like very hungover, but did my job and did it well. We had an amazing day and it really reminded me how much I love weddings. Like, I haven't shot a real wedding since like October. I shot an elopement in November, but I haven't shot a wedding since October. And I was like, do I even like weddings anymore? Do I even like my job anymore? Mm, guys, I do. I love my job. Forgot how much I love it. Weddings are so much fun. They are emotionally and physically kind of draining and exhausting, but literally in the best way. I love them so much. I just cannot believe that I forgot how much I love them. So that was amazing. Um, but now I'm back in Ludington and I'm back here for like a week and a half for two weeks or so. Did have a rough few days at the beginning of the week emotionally. We have those days, you know. Um, but then I had therapy and I'm just reminding myself, okay, this is where I'm at. Be delusional. First of all, I'm just trying to be as delusional as possible in the fact that like literally nothing matters. Who cares? Every single thing that happens to me, do you realize how good this is for the plot? Like a breakup, do you realize how good that is for the plot? How good that is for growth? Like, oh my God, if I didn't have a breakup, I would literally have gone my whole life without a breakup and that is not good for the plot. Like that is so boring. So, just, um, telling myself that everything is good for the plot, and I'm just trying to do stuff for me. Like, truly just trying to do whatever makes me happy. Literally, like, last night, two nights ago, whatever it was, 
I ended up, I was sitting here, I had really nothing, I had been, like, doing some stuff, and it was, like, I don't know, like, 8 o'clock or 7.30 or something, and I was, like, I kind of want to go for a walk, but, like, I still got to eat dinner, and, like, I don't really know if I want to walk, but I want to be outside, it's nice out, and I was, like, girl, if you haven't eaten dinner yet, make yourself a picnic, take your hammock to the state park, and just go sit outside and read a book or something. Like, I'm gonna end up sitting around all night, because the reality was I probably wasn't gonna go for a walk, I was just gonna end up watching Netflix, and so I was like, why don't you, like, go outside? If you're gonna sit and do nothing for a couple hours, why don't you do it outside? So, grabbed my dinner, threw it in my bag, grabbed a blanket, grabbed my hammock and my book, and went out to the state park, set my hammock up, just sat in my hammock, ate my food, and read a book, and just, like, enjoyed nature for, like, two hours, or an hour and a half, something like that. It was absolutely wonderful. Like, why do I not do that? And in my book, oh my god, I gotta pull up the quote. Hold on. The book that I'm reading, I just started You're a Badass, and I've literally been wanting to read that for so long, and I'm finally just, like, actually getting myself to read it. And the one quote in there was, if you want to live your life, if you want to live a life you've never lived, you have to do things you've never done. And quotes don't normally hit me very hard, but that quote did because I'm like, holy fuck, that is so fucking true. If I want to live this life that I've never lived, I literally have to start doing things I haven't done. Like, I want to be a girly that goes out and sits in my hammock at night. Okay, then get out and go sit in your hammock at night. You're never going to be that girl if you don't just get out and do it. You want to be a girl who moves out of her hometown and out of her state? Okay, then pack up and move out. Good for the plot. Mm, be delusional. Do whatever you want. Nothing matters. Okay, every, okay. And don't take that too far. I know that things still matter. What I'm getting at is just like, things aren't that deep sometimes. Like, yes, feel your feelings. I am doing that very heavily. Went to a women's night last night. Ended up crying with the girls talking about our lives, talking about God, talking about my breakup, talking about everything. And don't get me wrong, I am out here feeling my feelings 1000%. But also, sometimes it's just not that deep. And like, like I got tattoos this week. Yesterday, got two tattoos. Started to very much overthink. It was very anxious. I was like, oh my God, should I have not done that? What? Doesn't matter. Literally doesn't matter. It is ink on my skin. If at some point I hate them so ungodly much, I just go get them removed not that big of a deal. Like, obviously, it is kind of a big deal, but, like, it's not really. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. So, that's where I'm at in life. Um, just trying to remind myself that I can do whatever I want. I get to make all my own choices. My life is my own to live. And if that means being a little bit delusional and assuming that I can do whatever I want, then that's where we're at in life. And I'm okay with that. Okay, I feel like that's my little life update. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am, like, on something today. I'm just on, like, a little, I don't know if it's a podcast high from earlier. I'm just, like, having a content day. And I think, like, that's what I'm trying to, like, tell myself and, like, keep reminding myself that, like, you don't have to be happy 24-7. Like, absolutely not. It's very unhealthy to be happy 24-7. But, like, this feeling of contentment and just, like, inner peace, like, that's what I'm going for. I'm not working to be happy 24-7. I'm going to have hard days. Oh, I'm having them. Don't you worry. I am having hard days. But overall, like, I just want to be, like, overall content. Side note, I also bought myself flowers this week for the first time and greatest decision ever. The problem is we don't have a Trader Joe's or, like, anywhere to buy cheap flowers. So I ended up buying, like, just some lilies from Meyer, and I put them in my little glass jar, set up my two little cute candles that I just got on my little rattan tray, on my kitchen table. Cutest thing I've ever seen. I literally keep looking at it and smiling. Like, something so simple can make me so happy. So I'm just trying to 
if you follow me on Instagram, you see I've been posting that. I'm just trying to find joy in the little things. Like, if my day starts out like shit like it did the other day, I'm going to work all day to turn it around. Like, the day, night that I went hammocking and read my book, that morning started like shit. I woke up with terrible anxiety, so stressed out, just so worked up about everything and the breakup and my life and, like, my life choices. I was just so overwhelmed. And I was like, all right, Morgan, go get your grocery shopping done. Go clean up your apartment. Get your laundry put away. Like reset your life a little bit today, get on track, and then we'll go from there. Ended up turning my whole day around, went to the coffee shop, absolutely great. Like, those are the things that I'm working on, and just, like, finding joy in those little things, because if you don't find joy in the little things, how are you ever going to notice, like, find joy in the big things, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I hope you guys know what I'm saying. Um, I think we're gonna be done with my life update. Oh, wait, three things I'm grateful for. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god, I almost forgot. Okay. I posted on my story, this is where we're gonna do this segment every week, um, things that we're grateful for. And I posted on my, um, podcast Instagram story. So if you don't follow me, go follow me there at that's all pod. But I posted there asking you guys things that you're grateful for. So I just want to share a couple. You guys are grateful for friends, family, and finding your passion, which I love. Um, somebody is grateful for their work family. And one of my friends said our friendship. So that makes me feel very wonderful. Um, so those are some things that you guys are grateful for. What I'm grateful for this week is my hammock, number one, because I forgot how much I love that thing and I will be using it way more often now. Also grateful for flowers because I just got some little apple blossoms tattooed on me and grateful for my little flowers sitting over on my table. And I'm also grateful for, let's see, I think I said friends last week. You know what? I'm probably going to repeat some things every week that I'm grateful for, but that's okay because I also am grateful for friends and community again because people, I feel like I've just been connecting with so many people this week. Went out for drinks with a friend this week, um, recorded a podcast episode for next week with a friend, new friend. I feel like I've just been connecting with a lot of people and I feel like that is just so amazing. So very grateful for friends and community. All right, we're done with the life update, everything. Let's get into the meat of this episode, okay? We are talking about my little solo road trips. I'm going to cover a lot here. I will be giving you guys like practical tips and things on the at the end about um, just like actual road tripping and if you're doing it alone. I kind of just want to talk about the pros of doing these things alone and like driving alone a lot um, because it's something that I do a lot and I don't know if other people do and if you do I just want to talk about it if you don't then maybe just like give you some ideas of things that you can do and like these road trips don't have to be crazy okay first of all I am just on the road all the time I am always on the road I'm always driving around this winter I wasn't a lot because again um depressed and had nothing going on but usually summer and fall I am especially with work and personal things like I'm just traveling all the time and as you guys know I've been all over recently about to continue to be all over. So I just want to talk about that and like how often I'm driving. So I'm literally always driving somewhere. I feel like this last year I've drove, driven to Chicago a lot, which is like four hours, um, Grand Rapids a lot, couple like an hour and a half, Detroit, going anywhere else around Michigan very often. And then recently, within the last year, I guess like the four main like solo-ish road trips I'm talking about is so in July 2021, no, what? January. In January 2021, I went to Iowa. That was the first time I drove to Iowa by myself. Um, I think 2021 was the first I started driving like long distances by myself. In 2020, I was more so just driving all over Michigan. 
but 2021 was when I first started like doing longer stuff alone and so I went to Iowa for the first time by myself went and hung out with my sister for like two weeks and just kind of vibed and then September 2021 I went out to South Dakota by myself it was for a photography retreat but I had like some time to myself as well there and then went to Richmond in last month so that was just like a two-hour drive down from DC, but like I traveled, I flew to DC and then drove down to Richmond and then obviously Omaha last week. So those are like the big ones that I could think of, like big solo road trips that I've done by myself. But then again, like I am always driving everywhere alone. Um, I love flying, but there's just something about driving places alone that is amazing. Don't get me wrong, I get really fucking tired of it. Like last year I was in my car, I feel like 75% of the summer. And so it was very exhausting mentally and but in the end, I do love driving and that's why I'm okay with driving so much for my job and like doing it on purpose because I do love it and it's not a bad thing by any means. Um, so I don't know. I just love that. Like, first of all, I love to pack. I love to overpack. So when I'm in my car, I can literally pack whatever I want, which is like random shit. Like my hammock, my tripod, my millions of shoe choices, too many bags. Like when I fly, you have to condense things down to a suitcase and a backpack and a purse or something. And so just driving, I can pack all sorts of shit, which also might not be like the greatest thing ever, but whatever. I feel like it's a plus. I just love to pack too much. Um, and the other thing with road tripping and like doing this by yourself is that it can literally be so cheap. Side note, I know that gas is fucking expensive right now. I driving to Omaha was like $5 a gallon. I wanted to throw myself off a cliff and I'm about to drive to DC in two weeks, which that one, that trip hasn't happened yet, but that's another little solo road trip I'm doing is to DC and then to Iowa. But even though gas is expensive, the road tripping itself can be so cheap. Um, people are always asking like how I travel so much or like where I stay, like do I pay for... No, 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 no. Listen here. I travel places where I know people. Okay, so Omaha was dog sitting and got to stay for free at um, Allison's. Um, when I go to Iowa, I stay with my sister. When I went to Richmond, I was just there for the day, so I didn't end up staying there. When I went to South Dakota, though, I did pay for an Airbnb, and that was like a work trip technically because I could write that off for the retreat. But otherwise, I everywhere that I travel, I... I'm always staying with people that I know. And here's the thing is that, oh, oh my God. Well, this isn't a road trip, but on that note, when I went to Hawaii, again, I stayed for free with somebody that I knew of. And the thing is, sometimes it feels like you're using people. And I totally get that because I feel bad sometimes asking people to stay with them or like I don't want to like disrupt their life. But I think you have to remind yourself that like most of these people have probably offered at some point in your life to let you stay there. And put yourself in their shoes. Like, for me, I would not give a flying... I would be so excited if somebody wanted to come stay with me and come visit. Like, that is exciting to me. And clearly, like, there's sometimes it won't work out. But what I'm getting at is there's no hurt. Like, there's nothing wrong with asking. So, if you know someone, hey, you want to go... You want to go on a road trip, you don't know where to go, but you know someone that lives in South Carolina. Ask them if you can crash with them for a couple days. Like... It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to go for like two weeks. You can literally go for a couple days, have some fun for a few days and come home. That's basically what I did in Omaha. So I think just being aware that 
you probably know somebody that lives in a cool place. And obviously, maybe you don't. I don't know. I'm I'm very blessed. Like, don't get me wrong. I know it's a privilege to have people that live everywhere. Like, I have family in Arizona as well. I have family in Iowa. I have family in New York. I have family everywhere. And I just, that's a privilege and I totally get that. But I feel like there's always somebody that you can find that you know and to just be open to that. And, I, and if it works for you that you can get an Airbnb or two for a night or do something like that, that's also an option too. But that's how I do it is that I typically travel somewhere that I can stay with someone for free um, and then repay them in some way or they're just loving and nice and I don't have to like my sister in Iowa. She just loves that I when I come anyway, I think. Right, Megan? I hope you're listening. Um, but anyway... So yeah, just find people that you know that you can stay with and then you don't have to disrupt their life in the fact that like you can tell like you don't need to entertain me. You don't need to take work off to be with me. Obviously, if you want to, 1000% I'd love to hang out with you. But otherwise, like really like let me repay you in some other way. I don't want to disrupt your life. Like I will be like a fly on the wall. Just give me a place to stay and to crash and so that I can like go and explore and have fun. And most of the time people like don't have an issue with that. I hope that it doesn't come off as like I don't want to make it sound like I'm like, oh, use people. But there's always people that are willing to help and like I know I just know that I would be always so willing to like let people crash here or help them out with any recommendations of places to go or to hang out with them or anything like that so I would just say keep that in mind try to think of people that you know and places that you want to go or places that you could go that you could stay with them and these road trips also do not need to be on a large scale like I'm literally talking you could drive somewhere that's like two hours away And just, like, driving that by yourself, doing things there by yourself, again, if you have somebody to stay with there, like, I'm all over Michigan all the time, I'm always crashing with friends and family, and I just think it's so fun, because then, first of all, you get to catch up with these people, like, my best friend, honestly, the only times we get to see each other, the only times that we have time to see each other is when I get to crash at our apartment for something for work, or, like, I'm passing through and I need to crash there, because it's just so, it's so hard to fit in time to see your friends, so if you can, like, double dip on things like this where it's like oh I want to go on a little little trip maybe it's somewhere close but then I at least get to like do something by myself but I also get to catch up with a friend like you can double dip there and it doesn't it just doesn't have to be on a large scale clearly like South Dakota large scale Omaha pretty large scale that was like a 12-hour drive but it doesn't always have to be on that big of a scale like it can be somewhere close in Michigan um but obviously (laughs) For me in Michigan, somewhere close in your state or nearby. So just keep that in mind. And the other thing is like doing these things alone does not have to be scary. Like I said, I was having major anxiety going to get drinks and dinner by myself. But like going on little road trips, driving by myself, I do it all the time. So I'm so used to it. That does not bother me. So yes, that's my little little spiel there on just little solo road trips. Let's get into some tips that I have. This episode isn't going to be super long, so yeah, that's all I have. (laughs) I don't know why. See, this is why I called the podcast That's All, because I just like, when I'm not sure what to say next, I'm like, that's all. Even though it's literally not all, I have so much more to say, but that's, that's, (laughs) that's all. (laughs) Okay, anyway, tips, okay? So what I really learned in Omaha was, first of all, you're alone, okay? If you're road tripping alone, you're clearly alone. But you have to remind yourself that, like, you can still go do things alone. Like, don't feel like you have to hide the fact that you're alone or anything like that. Like, go get drinks and go get lunch or dinner. 
Um, I do those things. I've done those things on every road trip I've been on, whether that's not the drinks. I'm talking about the lunch, at least, or go get coffee or do a little hot girl walk to get your breakfast or your coffee in the morning. I did that in Omaha one morning. I did my little hot girl walk into downtown, got my smoothie and a avocado toast. And so it's like, do like you can combine things so that you're more comfortable, but you're still getting out of your comfort zone. Like the hot girl walk, that was comfy for me because I do that everywhere. But then like going to a new place and getting food and sitting down and eating it and ordering all the stuff that kind of makes me uncomfy. So like pairing that with something that does make me comfortable is a really good thing. You can also go to the farmer's market. You can take your little tote bag. You can get yourself some vegetables. You can even just walk around the farmer's market and buy nothing. Just embrace your inner main character vibes, okay? You can go thrifting. You can go sit at a coffee shop, listen to a podcast. Um, when I was in South Dakota, I got up really early because I was already, my um, time zones were all off anyway. And so I got up for the sunrise, went in, sat and watched the sunrise, took photos of myself, self-portraits during the sunrise, took videos, just had an absolute blast all by myself, okay? You can go watch the sunset. I love to do that anytime. So like what I'm saying is go do these things that like might be somewhat comfortable for you if you were at home but go do them wherever you are so that you're getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and just doing things alone again I'm not I'm not a perfectionist at this by any means I still get very uncomfortable doing some things alone but I just feel like that is going to be one of my main goals since being single again is making sure that I am embracing this singleness time like I want to embrace being single to the absolute fucking fullest because before I was in a relationship, I did. Like, I always embraced being single and not always, okay? I had, like, my sad, like, high school years where I thought that I was ugly and unlovable, but don't we all? So, I just want to embrace this and I feel like doing things alone is good whether you're in a relationship or you're single anyway. Um, And the other thing I was going to say is that I just love to set up my phone and take pictures of myself it's kind of uncomfortable sometimes, but it's really fun for me. And then I have photos, even though I'm alone, I still have cute photos from where I've been. And you guys know me, I love to post photos of myself and take photos everywhere I go. So those are things to just go do alone. Um, Another tip is to talk to people, okay? Here, I'm also, with this tip, I'm talking to myself because that's a little problem I have is talking to people. Still really, really working on that, okay? Usually the most uh, people I talk to is just ordering my coffee or my food for my barista or waiter. Um, So I'm still very much working on this for myself, but I just know that going places alone, striking up conversation with people, saying hi to people on my walk, starting conversation with your barista or your waiter, not just ordering and that being the end of it. Strike up a conversation with the person next to you at the bar. Like I said, I did not do these things. I am very much telling myself to do these things as well, but I know that it would be good for me and for you. So take the advice. I'm going to take it too. (laughs) So as I go and keep um, going on these solo road trips and doing things by myself, I'm going to continue to push myself out of my comfort zone and try to talk to more people because I'm just like being reminded these last few weeks how much I love community and friends and just meeting new people and chatting with people. I just get so in my head that like I'm bothering people or I don't want to be annoying, but it's like, no, probably everyone else around you is thinking the same thing and they're like, oh, I wish I uh, could make a little new friend or just chat with somebody and just feel seen by another human being. And so it's like, don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to strike up a conversation with the person next to you or the people around you or the 
person you see on your walk walking their dog. Stop and talk to them. Pet their dog. I don't know. Okay? All I'm saying is don't be afraid to talk to people. And I'm saying that to myself as well. <laughs> um, another tip would be to find a friend via, via social media in the area. So when I went to Richmond, so I was in DC for the weekend and then I was interested in Richmond and so I wanted to go down there for the day. The week before I was, I had posted about being interested in Richmond and one of my social media friends slid up and she was like, hey, I actually have a friend who just moved to Richmond. I was like, oh my gosh, cool. I'm going to follow her. So I followed her and in the back of my head, I was like, I really should message her and see if she wants to meet up. But then I got scared and I was like, I don't want to bother her. Well, she ended up going through, shout out Sophie, ended up going through liking a bunch of my photos and I was like, and commenting on them and hyping me up. I was like, oh, okay, this girl seems so sweet. So I messaged her. I was like, hey, like I'm actually thinking about moving to Richmond. I might come down for a day next week, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh my gosh, if you want to get coffee, like definitely. And she's like, but like no pressure, like you don't have to. I was like, oh girl, no, please. Like let's get coffee. So we ended up grabbing coffee, chilling out. And that was like a whole time. So what I'm saying is use social media to your advantage. Clearly social media is not always the greatest thing ever, but community wise and creating friends and finding people in new areas, social media is the way to go. And again, most times other people are wishing that they could meet up and create community with other people too. So you're not the only person is what I'm getting at. So like I said, most places I go, I know at least one person, but not always. So in this case, Richmond worked out perfectly and messaging Sophie and meeting up to get coffee with her was so much fun. We had coffee for two hours, ended up driving around Richmond, checking out the neighborhoods. And so don't be afraid to shoot your shot on social media. At least then it's a little bit less scary to strike up a conversation with someone over the phone or via DMs. And then once you're in person, you've already kind of chatted. You don't have to like walk up to a random person and try to strike up conversation. So that's at least like a little little loophole there to meeting people or talking to new people. Um, tips for while you're driving, okay? This is my podcast time. So today when I went down to Holland, it was like an hour and a half drive. And Lin- Lindsay was like, oh my gosh, like what do you do on your drive? Because she's like, I know you drive a lot. And I was like, oh girl, it depends. So today I was in a very like, um, self-help podcast mood. And so I was listening to those. And then all of a sudden, like halfway through the drive, I just got annoyed and I shut off everything and sat and drove <laughs> in silence for like 25 minutes, which was also early. And I'm not normally up, soup up and moving super early. So that was just kind of different for me. Um, but so I ended up just like sitting in silence and then I was like, mm, I'm actually in the mood to just jam to some music and not have to think. So cranked up some music. You can literally do whatever makes you happy. If you have audiobooks you want to listen to, absolutely find some good podcasts to listen to, catch up on all those, um, and then jam to your favorite music. Those are like my go-tos. My other go-to while I'm driving is to call my friends and family. So it's funny because at this point, like my sisters and my family, they just know that if I'm driving, they're going to get a call from me. And so whenever I'm driving a lot, like it got to the point like this fall, I would call my sister and she'd be like, oh, like where are you driving to? And I'm like, oh, yep. Because they know that like we're all just so busy and I'm always like working or doing other things. And so my drive time is my time to like catch up with my friends and family and they know that. And so if you struggle to stay in touch with friends or family and you want to call them more, do that on your drives. That's what I do. I, they might hate me for it that I call them so much sometimes. <laughs> Half the time I literally call my sisters. Like last night I was walking home from the coffee shop from women's night and I was like, I called my sister and she was like, what's up? And I was like, uh, literally nothing. I'm just walking home. <laughs> like there's no reason, but that's just who I am. I just really kind of hate texting. So I love to just call people or FaceTime them. So 
that is a perfect thing to do while you're driving is to catch up with your people, catch up on your podcast, find some new news, what, what, find some new music to jam to, all that good stuff. So those are my like overall tips for solo road tripping. Um, let's talk some practical tips because I feel like if I don't cover these, then I would feel kind of bad. These are just like the good trips, the These are the good practical tips, okay? So, number one, just know your limits. So, for me, I personally hate driving at night. I'm pretty sure I have astigmatism. I really need to get that checked out. Driving at night is very hard for me. All the lights, everything, it just, the second it's dark, I'm really tired. And I'm like that, like, even at home, like, once it's dark outside or dark in the bedroom, like, I'm tired. And so, for me, I just know my limits. I know I don't like driving at night. So, I would rather wake up at the butt crack of dawn or wake up early when it's just sunrise or something like that and then I can stop driving at an earlier time because I can get done faster and get the drive over with quicker. The most I've done driving wise is 15 and a half hours in one day like almost 16 and I will tell you right now I do not recommend that. I do not recommend that one bit. For me that was past my limit but it was one of those things it was I don't think I don't think I've told the story but it was when I went to South Dakota I ended up no wait I think I told the story last week with Lizzie. I don't know. Anyway, I just ended up driving 15 and a half hours in one day and I do not recommend that. That was definitely way past my limit. I would say my limit at the most is like 12, which is what I'll be doing to DC next week or no, actually I'm driving from um, Detroit. So I think it'll only be like nine hours, but I would say like 12 by myself. 12, 13 is probably my max max. Even then that's kind of pushing. I would prefer to do like 11 or less in a day just because at that point, like it's been so long and you're just, your brain is fried and you have no one else to take over. So basically just know your limits, know what works for you. And that might take some trial and error. Like for me, I had to, I had to drive home from South Dakota. I didn't have a choice and I knew that was past my limit, but I just didn't have a choice. And so I've realized now that like a good eight hours is like perfect for me, but if I need to go a little bit more than that, I can. The other thing is I like to check the route. I'm trying to explain what I mean. Like I like to look up the directions on my maps a couple times before I go just to make sure you know how far you're going and just make sure you know you have the address right and things like that because there's been like sometimes I think on Apple Maps it'll like calculate with traffic how long it's going to take you. So there's like been times that I calculate my drive to Chicago and it's like oh three hours and 49 minutes and then I'll look it up later and it's like four hours and 45 minutes and I'm like okay I just add an hour but that's also due to traffic. So try to check it like at the time you know you'll be leaving and then like it should give you a better idea but I just like to usually check that just a few times to make sure I know I have the number of hours right to know that like that's how far I need to go and then have someone check up on your car continually if this is like something you're gonna do a lot because for me I drive so much literally last year I think I put like 20,000 miles on my car and I'm very bad about this (laughs) Shout out to my ex for always doing everything for my car because I do not do anything to keep up with it. And that is now something I need to learn by myself because before him, my dad did everything. So I'm trying to be more independent on that scale and do more things for my car and make sure that it's still running and make sure that I have oil and do those things. So if you're not inclined to do that, make sure you have someone check on your car before you go on a road trip because... Mm, there's been times where my oil gets way, way, way too low and I really fuck up there. So make sure you're checking on your car. The other thing is share your location with someone. Um, I'm pretty sure most of my friends have it and my parents have it. 
especially if you're going to be by yourself, it's just way safer to know that someone knows where you are and can come find you or check up on you or save you if need be. So yeah, those are my practical tips. I just... I personally love going places alone. I think it's so much fun. Like I said, I'm still, there's still a lot about it that makes me uncomfortable and I'm not a perfection, I'm not perfect at it yet, still working on it. But I think that just like being open to taking little road trips by yourself, like if you've been dying to, like let's say you're in Michigan and you've been dying to go up to Traverse City for a day or two and none of your friends can ever get the time off work and like you have the time and you just want to do it, go do it by yourself. Like you don't have to wait for your friends to do these things. Again, if you can stay with someone, that's great and then you can hang out with them, but otherwise like go do things by yourself. It is so, so good. It is so good. And again, like I said, I have always been doing things with friends and I obviously did things with my ex and like do things with people a lot as well. But I think that there's just a special little joy in doing things by yourself, having fun by yourself. Took myself on a little date down to Grand Haven a couple months ago, brunch date, went around, walked by, around by myself, set up my tripod, set up my camera, took pictures by myself. Like, just doing little things, even when it's on a small scale like that, just driving and enjoying the time driving. So, that was my problem last year was that I was driving so much that it got to the point where, like, I hated being in the car. Like, I dreaded driving. And I'm trying to, like, reframe it again this year where it's like, no, I... I chose to have a job where I drive this much. I want to enjoy driving this much. I want to like, enjoy every little piece of it. So, yes, while the drive, like, when it's eight hours, it gets kind of old and you kind of want to be done, but, like, keep finding new things to do to keep yourself distracted while you drive. Um, Sometimes I'll literally open up my voice memos and just, like, talk about things that I, like, things that I want to write down in my notes or something. I'll just, like, say them out loud into my voice memo. Just doing things to enjoy the drive and not just the destination because that is, like, one of my life mottos that I've been working on for years is that I just want to enjoy the journey. I feel like I get so caught up in like getting to the next step and doing the next thing and like now I'm like excited about moving to Virginia this fall but like that's still so far away and like even moving out of Ludington is a couple months away and so I want to enjoy every step of the way and I think that that's something I just am trying to implement more into all the driving that I do is like yeah it's exhausting yeah it's kind of annoying and it's so easy to complain about oh I got a 12-hour drive coming up in two weeks literally you chose to do that and it's actually so beneficial and so fun especially when you listen to podcasts that like get your brain stimulated and going um there's like sometimes I'll listen to true crime podcasts or other times I'll listen to like deeper than money so like financial things or um my personal favorite podcasts at the moment are already friends what we said skinny confidential I love you so much and like you can kind of find a mix of episodes in there, like, some just, like, crazy embarrassing stories that, like, are just fun to listen to and keep you distracted, or things to think about with your mental health, or things to work on on yourself, or things like that. So, just finding ways to keep yourself distracted, enjoy the actual driving part of it, because I just know, I know I'm gonna, I, now that I'm single, I'm just gonna be traveling even more. I already am traveling a ton again, And I spend so much time in the car for work. And I just want to enjoy every second of that. So that's basically all I have. Hopefully you guys took something from that. I know it was like kind of a lot about me. But what I'm getting at is just go out. Take yourself on a little road trip. Take yourself on a little date. Enjoy them. Um, Again, you can do these things on a bigger scale. Or you can do them on a very small scale. And for cheaper. Just 
I say have fun with road trips. Some people are not people that drive a lot. I've just always, my family's always been road trippers. We never really flew anywhere when I was younger. Um, I would fly on planes by myself when I was younger to like see my aunt or something in um, New York. And my mom and I flew a few times. So like I've always been flying, but like family trips were usually driving. So 10 out of 10, I recommend doing more road trips. And if you guys have any questions or want any more other tips or anything, you're always free to DM me. I love having conversations, so absolutely DM me. Um, But otherwise, thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me that you're here. If you liked what you heard, please go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast and turn on the post notifications and then head over to the Instagram and follow along at That's All Pod. I will be posting any updates over there. And plus, if you love this and want to hear more episodes, please, please, please go leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I promise you that helps me so much. And I love you all so much already. And I can't wait to chat with you next week. That's all. Bye.